Good morning. Well, today is the fourth Sunday of Advent. It's almost Christmas. Advent is a season of waiting, of preparation, and expectancy. Perhaps visits with family, travel, certainly holiday greetings, maybe gifts wrapped under a tree, surprise, the unexpected, and anxiety too. Is it safe to travel? Inflation. Advent is a time between times. It comes at the end of the year in December, but it is the first season of the church year. The immediate concern of Advent, which means coming, is Christmas. Christmas is the focus of our Advent preparations. But Advent also looks beyond Christmas to the new year and to Epiphany, to Holy Week, Easter, and the Second Coming. The season of Advent is pregnant with possibilities. And so it is fitting that the Advent season should draw to a close on the fourth Sunday of the season by focusing on two expectant mothers, Elizabeth and her cousin Mary. One was old and had been barren. One was young and a virgin. Both were now expecting a child. Both pregnancies were miraculous. The expectancy of pregnancy is different, I think, for women. It is existential. Men experience hopes and look forward to possibilities but they are imaginative, once removed. Will my wife have a difficult labor? The hopes and apprehensions of women are not the hopes and apprehensions of the imaginations. They are real. Will I survive labor? I can't prove it, and I may be wrong, but I think that our different experiences of pre pregnancy gives to men and women a different relationship to children, too. That is more than individual. Kathy and I had a difficult time having children and considered adopting. She was all for it. I resisted. I imagined our child. I imagined that he or she would look like us, perhaps more like her than me, or more like me than her, but some combination of ourselves that would be uniquely us. I didn't know if I could love another's child. That's a male thing, too. 
But when our son, Jonathan, whose name means the Lord has given, was born and presented to me, I looked and I looked at him for the first time. He was a total stranger. He was himself, his own unique person. And I realized that even though I could love him, I would have to get to know him. That was a surprise to me. I don't know if it is to women. Mothers have a relationship with their children for nine months before they are born. They know when their child is sleeping and awake. They feel it. Elizabeth knew that John leaped for joy at the sound of Mary's greeting. The bond of motherhood begins in pregnancy, and so does a mother's knowledge of her child, I think. Her hopes and fears for her child are intimately bound up with her knowledge of her child that begins in the womb. Not that her child does not remain unique and ultimately mysterious, as each of us is. But I suspect a mother's knowledge is the knowledge of the mystery of her child that is different from the recognition that a man discovers. I can only imagine, for example, what it means when we are told that when Jesus is, was born, shepherds told Mary and Joseph about a vision of angels. All were amazed, but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The season of Advent invites us to receive Christ as Mary received Jesus, as the handmaid of the Lord in humility and submission to the divine word, with all of the awe and wonder and joy and surprise of conception, just as every pregnancy is miraculous. It calls for us to allow Christ to be conceived in us. Advent calls for us to receive Christ into our deepest selves. We are not just to recognize Jesus as a truth external to ourselves, but as a living presence within us. We ourselves are to become pregnant with the possibility of bringing Christ into the world. And so Advent invites us to allow ourselves to be changed, indeed, to be transformed. C.S. Lewis said that people often invite Jesus into their lives to help them improve something they don't like about themselves, a sort of home improvement project. But he says, 
That's like inviting a contractor to build an add-on room to your house, and instead, the contractor starts tearing down the walls. He says Jesus doesn't want to add a spare bedroom. He wants to prepare a mansion for himself. And so we prayed today for Almighty God to purify our conscience with his daily visitation that he might find in us a mansion prepared for himself. This Advent, we have much to be hopeful and apprehensive about. Vaccines hold out the hope that the pandemic may be behind us, but there is now the Omicron variant. The economy is strong, but inflation is high. It is, to recall Charles Dickens, the best of times and the worst of times. What Advent reminds us is that the prospect of Christmas can not only fill us with joy, but can also, as Christ is conceived in our hearts, and as our consciences are purified by his daily visitation, and as we ourselves are transformed and so become bearers of Christ to the world, that miraculously the world can be changed, redeemed, little by little, until his will is done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen.